0: Hey, everybody, you're listening to Norman Robertson's Faith Journey podcast, the show that's filled with powerful biblical truth to get your life going in the right direction and equip you to move forward in faith from where you are into all the great things God has in store for you. Today, we have a terrific show on how to hit the mark. So let me encourage you to grab your pen and write down the success keys that the Holy Spirit reveals to you in this message. On November 13, 1899, a remarkable man named Howard Hill was born in Alabama. He grew up enjoying sports and was excellent at baseball and football. However, he soon realized that although he was talented in those sports, he did not have the ability to excel and become a champion player. So instead, he turned his attention to archery, a sport that was not as competitive as others archery turned out to be the perfect sport for Howard Hill. From the mid-1920s into the 1950s, he became known as the world's greatest archer. He established the world record for winning 196 consecutive archery championships, a world record that still stands today. And he did it when most people would have been happy to win one or two titles. Howard Hill designed and developed his own longbow so he could shoot farther and with greater accuracy. And in 1928, he set a new world record for the farthest recorded flight shot with a bow and arrow at 391 yards. With this skill, he became the greatest hunter with a bow and arrow in history, especially at hunting wild game. At archery competitions, it was naturally assumed by everyone that Hill would be number one. The other competitors knew they didn't stand a chance against him and only hoped for the number two, three, or four spots. But even though Howard Hill was the finest archer in the world, you could have beaten him with a bow and arrow with your current skill level as long as just one condition existed, if he couldn't see the target. Imagine Howard Hill went to an archery competition, but there was a large sheet or blanket hanging somewhere in front of the target, obscuring it. So he could not see where it was all his skill talent and experience in the world of archery would do him no good if the target was hidden from sight the simple truth is that you can't hit a target that you can't see it's the same with you and me unless we are perfectly clear about what we want in life what our target is and where the bullseye is on that target we're handicapped and will never be able to win any championships in the great contest of life In the book, Alice in Wonderland, Lewis Carroll wrote, If you don't know where you are going, any road will get you there. In Proverbs 29, verse 18, the Bible says, Without a clear vision, the people perish. That's why it's critical that you have a clear vision for what God wants to do in your life. Having clearly defined goals, written down, are statements of faith that affirm your trust in God. When you set a goal that you plan to accomplish in a specific area of your life by a certain date, you're releasing your faith. Goals are like magnets that pull us forward. Without goals, we can easily get stuck in a rut of aimless living with no reason to move forward. When you have goals, you have the hope to keep moving forward even when you feel like giving up. Goals help you laser focus on the things that really matter and are worth doing. Diffused energy doesn't have much impact, but focused energy has enormous power. Did you know that the Apostle Paul was a goal-setter? He wasn't just running in circles. His life and ministry were focused. He had a clear purpose and kept moving toward it. Paul described this for us in 1 Corinthians 9, verse 26, where the Living Bible says, "...I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step. I fight to win." And I'm not just shadow boxing or playing around. Dreams won't do you much good, unless you wake up and go to work. Goals, on the other hand, are specific and measurable. In fact, goals with parameters are what makes them steps of faith. In Matthew 9, verse 29, Jesus said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Goals stretch your faith. The best part of goal setting isn't what you accomplish, It's what God accomplishes in you when you pursue faith-filled goals. Here's a great definition I want you to think about and write down. True success in life is defined by a continuing desire to be the person God called you to be and achieve those goals that God helps you to set. What is a goal set in faith? Let's use the word faith as an acronym, F-A-I-T-H, and this stands for F equals focused, Your goals must be specific, something you can measure. A equals achievable. Your goals must be reachable and realistic. If you set an unrealistic goal, such as losing 50 pounds in two weeks, you won't accomplish it. I equals individual. Your goals must be personal. Just like you can't change people, you can't set goals for other people. You have ownership over your own goals, not someone else's. T equals trackable. Your goal needs a deadline. Without a date on it, it's just a pipe dream. A wish for someday in the sweet by and by. It's not a goal. H equals heartfelt. It's a waste of time setting a goal that you're not passionate about. You'll only accomplish goals that you're really enthusiastic and eager to achieve. If you are not fired up about your goal, then you'll easily give up. Paul declared in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 9, we make it our aim and our goal to please God. I remember years ago, I held a weekend leadership advance, teaching Christian businessmen about making God your senior partner in life and business. And right after my session on wisdom and goal setting, a very wealthy business owner asked me this great question, how do I make certain the goals that I set are in line with God's will? Almost immediately, the Holy Spirit gave me the perfect answer and I said, well, obviously, you go to the Lord in prayer and ask Him for His guidance and wisdom before writing down any specific goals. But equally important is that you set your goals with the right motivation by asking, does this honor God? Will achieving this goal bring glory to God? And how do you know if it's going to bring glory to God? Any goal that causes you to love God more brings glory to God. Any goal you set that causes you to trust God more brings glory to God. Any goal you set that honors and lifts up the name of Jesus brings glory to God. Any goal you set that causes you to obey God, to love God, to serve God. Any goal that causes you to want to praise God publicly and tell people, including unbelievers, look what the Lord has done. Look at how the Lord has blessed our business. Look what the Lord did for me. That's the kind of goals that bring glory to God. You use your faith by setting goals that are covered in prayer and centered on God's promises in His Word. You humbly invite the Lord to become your senior partner in life, and you become His junior partner. You surrender to His Lordship and submit to His plans and purposes. You set a goal when you say, Lord, I believe you are directing me to set this goal and that you want me to accomplish this by a particular date. It's going to stretch my faith to do it, but I believe this is what I need to do and I'll achieve it by your grace and ability. This is how you hit the mark. Let me close today's episode by giving you this powerful scripture. Write it down. It's from the Amplified Bible in Proverbs 16, verse nine, and says, roll your works upon the Lord Commit and trust them wholly to Him, and He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to His will, and so shall your plans be established and succeed. That's all for today's show, folks. Thanks for listening to Norman Robertson's Faith Journey Podcast. Next week, we have a really dynamic show coming up that will take your faith to the next level, so be sure to tune in. If this show is a blessing to you, I'd like to encourage you to share Faith Journey Podcast with others. Tell your friends and family about this podcast as we reach out helping people to become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Thanks for sharing. Until next time, God bless you and have a terrific day.